thank you matthew for uh, giving me opportunity to talk with you and accepting to uh, be on my show perfect yeah thanks so much for reaching out um i was a little surprised but uh really excited you know to get to talk to somebody like face to face about my writing and stuff so i've gone through a profile and came to know that uh, you're an author and uh, uh you're a writer so i thought to tell about uh, you and your work uh, to the people who are following me and uh, who subscribe to my channel and uh, for watching and listening to me uh, in all the social platforms cool perfect so can you please introduce yourself to my audience and to the world sure yeah um so I'm Matthew McGurk uh I'm a part-time writer and full-time English teacher uh living in New Hampshire which is like the sort of northeast quadrant of the United States um Yeah, uh and I have uh you know a wife and a daughter and we have another kid on the way. Uh so kind of a uh, booming both uh, you know social and uh you know also professional life which is cool. Um you know everything seems like it's going really well, which is good. I mean, I, that might be good, I guess. I don't know if you need else anything else, but <laughs> Yeah, I got you. So you're a full-time teacher and uh, you're a part-time writer. So So when when did you start writing and uh, what inspired you to uh, become a writer you are already a teacher and uh, do you have any any motivation or any anything that uh, made you to become a writer Yeah I mean um it's a great question uh, I feel like I've been writing as far back as I can remember um you know I used to scribble sort of my handwriting's pretty sloppy but uh scribble you know novels and stuff in uh you know notebooks uh and then it sort of just went from there and then um you know I'd say I wrote something you know pretty long uh you know in like 8th grade and then uh did like a revision of it in high school and showed it to one of my English teachers and you know she was pretty supportive which was cool um looking back at it now i mean i looked at it the other day and the writing was obviously you know not great compared to what i do now you know um you know because it was a dozen or or more years ago now but uh yes i guess that's sort of where it started you know just always sort of had an interest in it and then uh getting that um push and stuff like that uh from different people around me like you know my sister would sit next to me uh, she's 4 years younger and she'd wait for my next chapter to come out and she'd read that which was cool um yes yeah, so just getting that extra support from everybody uh and now now my wife reads everything before i send it out to magazines and stuff so it's sort of it's a cool process i think um as far as like the the teaching aspect um my mom's a teacher as well so that sort of pushed me in that direction i've always loved to read and write so it makes sense kind of putting those two things together which is cool so you're an english teacher Yeah, I uh, teach. Oops, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, how much experience you have as a teacher? Uh, this coming year, you know, starting Friday will be my eighth year uh, teaching in the classroom. I was also a paraprofessional working with, um, you know, special needs students for three years as well, and a substitute teacher for four years while getting my bachelor's degree. Uh, so, I sort of have been in education for. Oh, what's that? Well, 
15 years, something like that. Not a math teacher, I guess, but uh, <laughs> so I've been in education a while. Um, you know, this is going to be my eighth year, like I said, you know, full time teaching, which is cool. So can I say uh, uh, teaching uh, the profession of yours uh, uh, made you. Oh, I think I might be losing you. The way. Can you hear me? Um, you're going in and out just a little bit. Uh, I think you might be good now. Yeah. So, can I say your profession made you to become a writer because the uh, English is one of the languages with which uh, human communicates and connects with other human being, uh, uh, which is a collection of uh, words, sentences, paragraphs, everything. So, can I say that is one of the major thing that uh, yeah. made you to become a writer? Definitely. Yeah, I definitely think, um, you know, my teaching experience and, and being in the classroom, especially the English classroom, has really, you know, pushed me in the direction of, you know, obviously like loving the written word, but, you know, wanting to put some of my own stuff down on the paper after, you know, reading all these great texts from people, you know what I mean? Because um, I've always liked, like I said, I always like to read and write and stuff, uh, you know, starting back. I was love like spooky stuff, kind of. Uh, like, I don't know if you know, like R.L. Stein, like Goosebumps and stuff. I started that and like, you know, I don't know, before I can really remember. And then Stephen King, you know, like one of my favorite authors, you know, kind of went that direction. A whole bunch of other ones, too. But, um, yeah, so I definitely think that had a, a huge influence, um, you know, both teaching, you know, the great literature and also, you know, doing some personal reading and stuff, too, had great influences in uh, me wanting to write my own stuff down. So how, how, how good you are a, uh, uh, as, as a communicator? Um, I think that I'm pretty good as far as communication goes. Uh, you know, in the past, this would have been, you know, pretty challenging for me. Like even, uh, you know, even in high school, I really hated presenting in front of people. So it's kind of funny that I picked teaching, uh, in all honesty, but, uh, I took like a public speaking course in college and that seemed to help me out. We had to like record ourselves and then watch it back, which was like mortifying, but uh, I think helpful at the same time. Um, and it's nice to be able to connect, you know, with the students that are a little nervous on, uh, you know, on the speaking aspect on that platform as well and be able to tell them, you know, I was never really great at it either, you know, but here I am talking in front of you guys all the time. Uh, as far as like written communication, you know, I think that goes pretty well. Um, I try to use a, a couple different styles in my writing, I think. Uh, you know, some of the the prose uh, or short stories are written a little bit more poetically, you know, which I kind of get that feel once in a while. Um, and then other times they're like a little bit more gritty, I would say. Uh, so uh, I guess I don't know if that thoroughly answers your question or not, but. So uh, communicating uh, through uh, the vocal cord is different from uh, communicating through the words and uh, being invisible is different. So how do you uh, explain about this, speaking and writing? Uh, as far as the connection between the two, um, I mean, like I said, I've always thought I was a little bit better through written word, and I don't know, I don't know where that comes from, uh, but I always like to connect with people on whatever level, uh, you know, like, um, 
hanging out with people or whatever. I love to have conversations just like this, you know, uh, you know, whether it's telling stories or whether it's, you know, just talking about their day or whatever, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, I think they are different, uh, but I like to tell, you know, my students that they're all sort of part of the English realm, uh, and they're all really important, you know, um, communicating like this might even be, you know, more important than written communication. You know what I mean? Um, as far as like everyday life skills, but, uh, you know, the written communication is definitely important too. And being able to, you know, read through, uh, what, what other people have written and understand it. You know what I mean? If they're going to read through, uh, a uh, mortgage contract or whatever, they want to make sure they understand what they're getting themselves into, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Does that thoroughly answer your question, I guess? Yeah, I got you. Perfect. So, so writing, uh, so what did you write for the first time uh, when you got this thought to become a writer? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Um, and I don't, there are a couple different parts of me, I guess. There are the parts of me that, you know, looking back in middle school when I was writing, you know, I sort of consider that like the start of my writing, uh, you know, but uh, I took some creative writing courses at college and, you know, that was sort of like another layer, I guess, um, you know, where I wrote a few short stories and I wrote a novella, um, you know, and, and all of them are sort of still on the shelf at this point. So I don't know if I would consider that like my, you know, like breakthrough, you know, author point, I guess. Um, and, and then I actually took, and I don't know if it was, uh, intentional or unintentional or just what my mind needed or body needed or whatever. Uh, I didn't write for like five years actually, you know, before the, before the pandemic. And then, uh, last November, I just sat down and uh, my wife and I and my daughter were in an apartment at the time, sat down in the apartment one night and started going over some of my old writing and then started getting some new ideas. Uh, and then since then, um, I wrote uh, like over 100 pieces between short stories, poems, uh, like I said, a revised copy of that novella uh, and some other stuff. Um, so sort of all over the map. Uh, and then I had never sent anything out really, um, you know, to anyone before January. So I just was like, you know, she liked this stuff and I was like, I'm going to try it. I'm just going to send it out and see what people think. I like it. You like it. Uh, so I started sending it out to journals and, it, you know, it takes some persistence because you definitely get some rejections from people and you definitely get some where you don't even, you know, maybe even hear back from them really. Uh, but then you, you know, you get that first acceptance, which my first one came in February, which was really cool. Uh, and the email was like shocking. I had to read it over like three or four times just to make sure they were actually taking my work, which was cool. Um, uh, you know, and then the first published piece, uh, I guess would be like the next step. So like, you know, sending a piece out was like one layer, I guess. And then getting the acceptance was another layer. And then actually seeing the work published where other people can look at it uh was i guess like the real moment where i considered myself a writer uh so seeing that published uh it was may 10th i had a short story published with literally stories which is an online magazine out of um england uh so when that was published it was like the story of the day i was like that's cool you know now people can see my stuff which is interesting um yeah so i guess that would be uh my sort of long-winded answer to your question <laughs> 
so what is the response that you got uh, uh, for the expressions uh, for your expressions through uh, writing of yours yeah um i think you know for the most part uh sometimes with social media and the internet and stuff it's tough to tell um because right now all of my stuff is published through uh online magazines journals and stuff like that um there's definitely so most of my feedback comes from people that follow me on Twitter or Instagram, uh, you know, whether that's through like a personal comment on my post or whether that's through uh, I've had a few comments on the specific websites before, uh, you know, and I think, you know, pretty positive overall, which is good. Um, you know, like I said, I try to I mean, I don't know if I try to do this, but uh, I write sort of an eclectic collection of stuff. So that could be good or bad, I guess. You know, if you like one thing by me, uh, something else might be a little different, uh, which could be a good thing or could be a bad thing. Um, you know, so so definitely probably some people gravitate more towards, you know, maybe something like funnier that I write. You know, I write some stuff that's sort of funny. You know, maybe they gravitate towards that or maybe they gravitate towards more of the uh, serious topics. You know, um, recently I've had... Uh, two or three stories published about addiction. So, you know, uh, publishing something like that is a pretty heavy topic and, you know, might not be the best for some people, you know, uh, or might hit too close to home or something. Um, you know, whereas other people might be like, this is perfect. This needs to be out there, uh, which is cool. Um, so I think overall, I think pretty positive, uh, you know, at this point, I'm just sort of trying to grow my readership on, you know, the different social media platforms and, and the more people I can get my words out to the better, which is why I was so thankful that you reached out to me, which is really cool. Uh, you know, maybe get some new readers, which would be awesome. Um, yeah. So I guess, I guess pretty positive overall, I think through comments and through, uh, interactions with people. So how you're feeling, uh, uh, you're communicating uh, uh, with the world uh, through this medium. Yeah, um, I think, uh, yeah, I feel good about it. Um, you know, obviously with writing, there's there's a sense of vulnerability, um, which I don't know if that's the main reason why I had never sent something out before January. Uh, you know, whether people like to admit it or not, you know, even if it's a fictional story, which, yeah, I'd say like, uh, almost all the stories I publish are fictional. I have two nonfiction pieces. One's like a, a film review and one's, uh, uh, what was the other thing? Uh, just like a nonfiction piece about the mall. Uh, so they're like, you know, anything that's fiction still has a sense of truth in it, whether it's specifically true about me, uh, you know, or true about the world or true about, you know, friends I have or relatives or whatever. Um, so it's definitely, you know, writing is definitely a vulnerable process, I would say. Uh, you know, so putting that stuff out there at first, you know, made me a little nervous, you know, like, uh, I have, I have friends, um, in school, you know, uh, a psychology teacher, you know, a psychology teacher that works across the hall from me going to read into what I'm saying and think something weird about me or, you know, whatever, whatever. But, um, yeah, no, no, I mean, I think it's been a fun process putting stuff out there. And I think, you know, like I said, overall, I think a pretty positive, um, review, uh, and the more stuff I get out there, I guess, like the more, um, I don't know, the more people can kind of see, you know, what I think about on a daily basis, even if it's mostly fictional, uh, you know, like I said, there's always a sense of truth in there in one aspect or another, you know, even if you're writing, 
you know, science fiction, there's something in there probably, you know, that, that uh, has a sense of truth for you or a friend or a family member or something. Um, yes, I guess that's, that's uh, what I would say about that. So do, have you published any books on uh, Amazon right now? Um, so right now I don't have any published collections or published books. Uh, I, that's my very next step. Like I said, my first piece just came out in May, so I don't have anything to like, you know, hold up to the screen. Like I, I watched a few of your interviews and they held books up and stuff like that. I don't have anything like that. Um, you know, I definitely think, you know, uh, if any, uh, you know, publishers are watching or anything, I've got a bunch of stuff that will probably be going out, uh, you know, before the end of the year for people to look at. Uh, and if they're interested in publishing, you know, a collection of my short stories or they like my work or whatever, uh, they could be on the lookout for that because I could be sending that out, uh, like I said, before the end of the year. But I don't have anything right now uh, specifically out, you know, for the, the readers or the watchers, uh, your readers or watchers here um, to look up. Uh, they can definitely find a, uh, a whole bunch of my work as far as short story form, poetry form. Uh, I can give you a bunch of links, too, if you want to link uh, the stories to the video. Or I don't really know how that works. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I definitely say I have probably one, two, three, four, five, probably five different uh, either chapbooks or story collections that could go out before the end of the year. Um I'm probably going to look for like a regular publisher versus like uh, self-publishing it, ideally, I think. Um, so I'll see, you know, I guess what they think of like the bigger collections, because right now I've really only sent out like shorter pieces, you know, like each magazine accepts like a piece or two or whatever. Um, so I guess that would be the next step in my writing career, I guess, would be trying to get like a collection of stuff together. But, you know, if people like my work. Uh, I hope at some point to have a collection of short stories out there, um, you know, and some longer works eventually, too. Like I said, I have um, uh, at least one novella shelved right now just because I've been so into like the shorter form, so into poetry and uh, short stories and all that. I've just it just consumed me recently. <laughs> So definitely, I'll I'll put the uh, links of yours uh, uh, in the description of this video on YouTube. People who find our video on YouTube can see the work that you did and uh, uh, can communicate and uh, can do collaborations with you. And uh, so, so uh, can you can you tell more uh, experiences of yours as an uh, English teacher? Because which is the major reason why uh, uh, which created? I mean, which which played major role in your life uh, uh, to become a writer. So can you explain uh, you as a teacher, some of your experiences? Yeah, oh, as a teacher? Yes. Sure, and how that how that connects. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, on a daily basis, uh, and I never, obviously, for confidentiality reasons, you know, put a, a, an actual student name in my stories or anything, uh, or poetry. But a lot of the stuff, I mean, people even see that uh, there's some aspects of the classroom present in in a lot of my published work uh, or or even just like the connections. I mean, on a daily basis, a teacher connects with, um, I don't know, a ton of people. You know what I mean? If I have, you know, 20 students per class, I have three classes plus an advisory, you know, that's like 80 students plus you're interacting with people in the hall and other teachers and all that. Um, 
So I just think just in general, the interactions with different people and hearing sort of what's going on with them and their life experiences and, uh, you know, even just how their day is going. You know, a student might go off on, you know, a riff of something bad that happened at home or whatever, and that might find a way to, in a sense, weave into one of my stories or might spur a different idea. Um, even just uh, on my prep period, we had to... Um, this gives you, I guess, like a little bit of idea about my process. Uh, on my prep period, we did hall duty. So I'd like kind of walk around the hall or whatever and make sure students weren't, you know, in the bathroom smoking or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, uh, so I was walking around the hall and um, the door monitor uh, said something like, oh, you have on two different socks today. And that sort of just that, along with one other thing, spurred an idea in my head for a short story, which was kind of cool. Um, I won't give that one away because it's not published yet, but, but um, yeah, so definitely it just kind of, I guess, just the everyday experience and just uh, even having a dialogue like this is cool because then when I go to put dialogue in my story, it's a little bit more authentic uh, if I can use, you know, like maybe like slang or whatever or, um, you know, however, you know, certain words that students would use versus maybe I wouldn't use. Uh, so I think just enriching the dialogue present in the stories, which is good. And um, like I said, it even spurs different story ideas, um, which is cool as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I think, I don't know if this was like your follow-up question. I don't want to cut you off or anything, but um, another huge influence on my writing would be uh, just like where I grew up. I grew up in a very kind of rural location. Uh, so I feel like nature plays like a huge role in a lot of my short stories and poetry, uh, whether it's, you know, metaphorically or whether it's, uh, you know, just straightforward like nature descriptions as part of the, the pieces. Um, so there are a lot of my short stories and poetry that use aspects of nature as well, because I grew up on a farm, um, you know, uh, and that sort of kind of country lifestyle, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Sounds really interesting. Uh, so like you said, uh, you you are going to publish some of your work in coming days. Yeah, I'm hoping. Um, like I said, we're starting the school year on Friday, so it might be a hectic, you know, little while. But I have collections like designed basically uh, to send out. Um, you know, they might be missing a piece or two right now, or or they might be, you know, just what somebody wants. Um, you know, like I said, they're sort of all over the map, too. Um, you know, like, I have one that that's sort of science fiction-y uh, or, like, a dystopian. Uh, I have, like, a, a short story collection that I look at as a collection that has, you know, 55,000 words right now uh, and, like, 20 stories or 25 stories. Um, uh, I've got... Um, a collection sort of uh, these older guys reminiscing back on their past and it's a little spooky too uh, with this with this farmer um, three of those stories have been published online uh, so I could see that as being a collection as well uh, so it's just sort of all over the map uh, as far as like what I have but um, you know that might be good you know because certain uh, publishers or magazines might be interested in one genre versus another which is good um, yeah, so hopefully, you know, like I said, before the end of the year, I'm hoping to send some stuff out, like full collections or, 
you know, chat books or, or whatever um, would be great, I think, you know, to see a full collection out there. And I think, you know, some of the people that read me pretty consistently would probably like that, which is good. So what are your favorite books? Oh, I'm, I'm all over the map with that too. Uh, and that sort of maybe contributes to why I write the way I do, I guess, too, uh, and why I'm sort of all over the map with that also. Uh, but like I said, two of the bigger ones when I was growing up, um, you know, way back, it would have been like Arl Stein and Goosebumps and stuff, you know, maybe up to like, I don't know, like fifth grade or, or sixth grade or whatever it was. And then I think I started to dip into Stephen King and some of his longer stuff, uh, which was cool. Um, you know, I remember reading like the like The Shining and stuff is a great text. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I read so many of his novels. It's even hard to like. And, you know, I still do. Uh, it's even hard to uh, put them all down. Um, and then, you know, in high school, I feel like I sort of uh, broadened out a little bit more. And then, of course, being an English major in college, we read all of the texts that were on the uh, syllabus and stuff like that. Um, you know, so reading a lot more of the classic stuff uh, like Shakespeare. Um, and uh, I took uh, quite a few courses uh, for texts like outside of the U.S. too and outside of like uh, outside of England and all of that. Um, so checking out like a, a cool, uh, what do you want to call that? Um, Sorry, I'm spacing. Uh, like a world lit class in college. Uh, so we read a whole bunch of stuff um, from all over the world, which was cool. Uh, and then, of course, right now, uh, as far as teaching goes, I teach mostly like 10th graders and 12th graders. Uh, so the 10th grade curriculum, which I love a lot of the books in there, uh, we teach like Macbeth, which is Shakespeare, obviously. We teach Animal Farm, which is a great text. Um, we teach Beowulf. Uh, Sir Gowan and the Green Knight might be mispronouncing that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and then uh, seniors to teach World Lit, uh, which I think touches on a lot of cool issues as well. Uh, we read like Frank McCourt, uh, Angela's Ashes, which is cool. Uh, we read uh, The Kite Runner, uh, which is a cool text. Um, read The Namesake before with them. Uh, so a lot of cool kind of all over the map sort of text there. Uh, so like I said, I sort of have an eclectic taste as far as reading and writing goes. Um, I don't know if you if you pegged me for a favorite, uh, it'd be pretty tough. I guess like um, personal reading, I guess I'd probably pick uh, Different Seasons by Stephen King, which has four different novellas in it. Uh, Shawshank Redemption and, and The Body, which inspired um, Stand By Me uh, and two others as well. So I think that's probably what I picked for like personal reading. As far as my favorite to teach, probably Macbeth. <laughs> Students seem to like like the blood and gore and stuff like that. So you have experienced uh, and uh, you know how uh, people react to you when uh, you express uh, with your facial expressions or uh, with your gestures and uh, now uh, you're trying to uh, just uh, show the words and try to tell the story that you have in your mind and uh, how how you relate uh, with this uh, uh, communicating uh, with uh, human beings 
by showing uh, the complete your physical self and uh, communicating with human beings uh, without showing uh, uh, your your physical self so how uh, how this uh, uh, two different ways of communication uh, uh, worked for you and uh, working for you and uh, is going to work for you because uh, uh, it's 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 completely different speaking uh, public speaking looking at them and uh, looking at their expressions and trying to react to them is completely uh, a different experience from uh, not looking at them and they are not looking at you and trying to send the message or the story that you have in your mind just through this medium just by they have to you have to just create impact uh, uh, in their minds uh, just by seeing the words that is there in your collection so how how uh, will you explain about uh, these two different uh, communicating mediums that you have yeah totally um and i thought this is a, a kind of uh, it's a great question uh you know because day to day like when i'm teaching uh if somebody has a question on something that i said they can raise their hand and ask me the question right in that moment and i can clarify whereas if somebody's reading through something of mine and has a question you know if they want to if they want to go through the effort they can type an email uh or you know a comment or uh, a dm or whatever on twitter or whatever uh and then they can get their answer uh but um you know but a lot of people won't go through that effort they might see something and they're like oh, i'm a little confused by that and they might stop reading completely so it's definitely really i guess like a careful process because when you're writing you definitely don't want to i don't know make it as straightforward as everything all the time um you know, because that takes a little fun out of it. You definitely want your readers thinking and stuff like that and, and trying to get the full experience and all that. But at the same time, if you put something in that makes no sense uh, and they're confused, they may not pick anything else up by you because of that one specific line you put in or whatever. Um, so I definitely think it's a, it's a careful process, I would say, as far as the writing the piece. Um, and I don't know, I think, you know, another piece with the writing as far as, you know, how I can put myself out like this, uh, you know, in school, I definitely have to put, I guess, more of a filter on, <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, I definitely couldn't, you know, say everything like, like I said in my writing, you know, some of the, like some of the contents, you know, borderline, uh, like I said, some people might not even, you know, gravitate towards it because it's about addiction or it's about, you know, whatever, uh, you know, so that that specific thing or a lot of people would, uh, you know, but that sort of thing uh, might not be a topic of conversation as thoroughly in a classroom. Uh, it might be more of a guidance conversation, you know. Uh, so as far as being able to put, you know, sort of whatever within reason on paper that I want to, uh, it's definitely a different process than in front of the classroom where, um I can put quite a bit out there, um, you know, and and I try to have good relationships with the students and stuff like that. And, you know, they know that I have a dog and a cat and they know, you know, a lot of them know my wife because she was their middle school teacher and all that. Um, you know, so so it's just definitely a different process, I guess. But I guess 
that's why I like this too, because now if people read my stuff, maybe they can put a name to the face too, uh, and maybe they can think back to something I said to you, and maybe that will be helpful to them. Maybe they'll be like, okay, well, I'll message him on Twitter and see and see if he can answer my question or whatever, you know, before dropping the text altogether or whatever they might do, right? Um, so I think that's why this is kind of cool, because it kind of bridges those two um, approaches. So, uh, for speaking, uh, uh, you will not have much time to think and uh, uh, frame the sentences and uh, collect the words that uh, uh, to to tell the story that is there in your mind. But when it comes to uh, writing, uh, uh, you have time. You have you will sit somewhere and uh, you will collect the words uh, and uh, you will frame the sentences and uh, you will try to put it in a certain form and uh, you will. Uh, design it and uh, you you will have in simple words you will have enough time uh, compared to speaking and so so can i say there there, there is a difference in you uh, uh, in, in in expression while speaking and writing because of the time I think, yeah, I think time is a huge contributor to that as well. Um, like you're saying, a, a student might ask me a question right on the spot and I have to give, I can't wait, you know, half an hour and then give them an answer or something. Ideally, I should answer right then. Uh, yeah, I may I may say to them, I don't have that answer right now. I'll look it up for you and get back to you. Um, but then, you know, there's another layer to that too. Because uh, I'm the teacher, I'm supposed to know, I guess, you know. <laughs> uh, so... Um, yeah, and as far as like the writing process, you're completely correct about that. You know, um, I feel like uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know how everybody's writing process goes. I feel like, at least from what my wife has said, she thinks that I write pretty quickly. Uh, which, I mean, I, I guess. Uh, you know, generally when I'm doing like a short story or a poem or whatever, I'll I'll sit down at night after they're asleep because that's the only time I can really write. Uh, you know, after my wife and daughter are asleep. Uh, so most of my words come out somewhere between, I don't know, like 8.30 and, and midnight or something, somewhere in there. Uh, and I'll, I'll generally write like a first draft of the short story or the poem uh, in one sitting. So whether it's a, you know, a 50-word story or poem or whether it's like a, a sort of 7,000-word story, uh, it'll come out in one sitting um, and... Then the next the next night or whatever, I'll go back through it and revise it, uh, and then I'll let my wife see it because she's my first reader, and she'll tell me most of the time, pretty honestly, I think, uh, whether she likes it, hates it, you know, what she thinks, you know, might need to be improved. Uh, and sometimes we agree, and sometimes we disagree, and you know, sometimes I'll change something completely because what she said makes a lot of sense. Uh, and other times, they're like, kind of like it how it is. I mean, I can see what you're saying, but. Uh, yeah, I'd say most of the time she's pretty on the ball, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely, um, definitely with the amount of time uh, speaking versus writing, because uh, I can wait, you know, like I said, years before putting something out, uh, and I need to give them an answer in that moment. So you have started writing recently, right? Yeah, really recently. Yeah, like I said, um, Almost all of my short fiction, well, all of my short fiction and poetry that has been published recently was written after December 1st of last year. So everything has been written within the last year. Uh, like I said, there were a couple short stories that need a little more revision or are still sent out, 
that I wrote prior to that, but not many. I think it was like two, two or three from a short uh, creative writing class. And, and those are still unpublished at the moment. Um, but yeah, really recently, um, as far as, you know, actually getting down and seriously writing and uh, sending stuff out to people and all of that. So I can I can understand uh, uh, with your words uh, by uh, observing you I can understand uh, uh, you are uh, very very uh, focused uh, about writing and speaking and uh, I can understand uh, uh, how uh, I mean uh, because of the experience that you have as a as a English teacher I think uh, it's a uh, uh, it is it is not that uh, tough for you to uh, become a great writer and uh, put out your uh, uh, the stories uh, in the form of writing and to reach the world and I'm sure a uh, lot of people will connect uh, uh, with you in coming days uh, with the work that you are going to do. Awesome. Yeah. No, that sounds great. And I think. You know, you have a much bigger audience than I do, which is great uh, to get some more people that might want to check out my stuff. I was, I guess, so surprised how how well Twitter and everything. Cause I wasn't even on Twitter until uh, February, I think, you know, Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. How well that connects the world. I have people commenting on my stories from, you know, Japan and India and England and all over the place. And I'm just from this like little town in New Hampshire and it's cool that people can just like click a button and, you know, read my story and, and communicate with me like that. And I just think it's kind of like a cool process. And even having stuff published in different different journals from different countries is amazing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, how like my experiences in just like rural New Hampshire might connect to somebody, you know, from, you know, from the Western border of Canada or from, you know, like this little, island in the channel of the you know in the english channel you know or uh or croatia or you know wherever i've had sort of stuff published all over those places um so it's kind of cool how the universal human experience you know uh is reached in a sense you know um there's a sort of uh commonality and experience where where people can kind of get where i'm coming from and and like what i'm putting on paper even though they had a completely different experience growing up which is interesting so that is what my motto is uh, to make uh, people to uh, know about the work that you are doing uh, uh, who are from anywhere on this planet uh, even uh, from my country uh, or people who uh, knows me uh, who lives uh, with me or who are connected to me will know the work that you are doing by listening to your words uh, by listening to the work that you're doing through this video or uh, this audio, they will know uh, who you are and where you came from and uh, what you did and what you're going to do and how you did, what is working for you and uh, uh, why it is working for you and all these questions, you know, uh, it, is, it, is a, it is a best platform, you know, we have a lot of platforms on internet we can, uh, through which we can uh, showcase our skills, talent, and uh, uh, and uh, the the knowledge that we have uh, using all these mediums. So that is what my uh, motto is. So that that is why the reason I contacted you and uh, I wanted to tell about uh, the work that you do to the world through my medium, through my YouTube channel, through my podcast, through my social media. 
Awesome. Yeah, no, I really appreciate it. And I think what you're doing is great. Uh, you know, I watched quite a few of the other videos and it's really cool, um, you know, that you reach out and you have, you know, like a lot of videos, which is really cool. So you've connected with a lot of people, which is awesome. So that is what my last question is. As an English teacher, as a person who understood about the language which connects human beings and which makes human beings to connect with each other and uh, which is the main reason for the uh, development of uh, connection between human beings and which plays... Uh, uh, without that, I don't think uh, human can connect uh, with each other, can show the emotions and... Uh, can can tell the thoughts of each other and you are teaching that uh, uh, that that particular language that particular uh, medium uh, from long time and you understood how uh, it connects and you know what are the world uh, and uh, you know what words create what impact and uh, you know how to uh, you, i'm sure uh, uh, in your experience you might have understood the the ways of communication uh, uh, in speaking, different people expresses the same language in English language in different ways, and different uh, ways of expressions creates different impacts. And uh, so you understood, uh, I'm sure, and you understood all these things uh, as a teacher. So what do you say about me talking with different country people using the same language, English? Uh, I'm trying to connect with uh, people who are. Uh, from all the countries, I did videos with more than 90 to 100 country people, and uh, I am able to establish connection between uh, between both of us. So, I, and what do you think that is working for me as a communicator? And uh, tell me about your words about uh, uh, and and also your observation about my videos, and also your words about uh, my questions in this video. Yeah, totally. Um, so I think uh, your approach, sort of getting this, uh, you know, like I said, wide audience, but also, you know, wide set of interviews, too, is really cool. Uh, you know, you're not just interviewing one type of person either. You're interviewing people kind of across different walks of life with different experiences, different professions, all of that stuff. Um, you know, so, you know, like I said, I really enjoyed, uh, you know, that that's your approach and that uh, I think your audience can get like a pretty rich experience with all these different uh, people that they're getting to hear from, which is cool. Um, similar to, you know, when we were designing, uh, redesigning the world lit class, it used to be pretty much like just like a Brit lit class. Uh, and I was like, why don't we throw in, you know, some texts from different countries? And my department head was like, that sounds great. Uh, so now students are getting kind of a richer experience because they're getting stuff from, all over the world versus just, you know, just kind of centered in, you know, Western Europe or whatever. Um, so similar to you, you know, you could just do video chats from people from your country uh, or whatever, or a certain country or a certain uh, profession, uh, but you're kind of spreading out the wealth and you're speaking with a lot of different people. Um, and I think, you know, your design of the questions worked really well uh, and, uh, you know, and letting me kind of talk about what I like to do, 
which is positive. Um, and it says a lot, like you said, um, you know, being able to communicate with all of these different people uh, on all these different platforms about all these different subjects and then being able to broadcast it out to people that might be interesting or interested. Sorry. Uh, you know, so I think that is pretty cool. Uh, and it's, it's awesome that the the Internet allows us to do that and, you know, reach halfway across the world. Uh, you know, and speak to people about stuff, you know, that people have interests in or common interests, right? Uh, so I think that your channel um, does that really well. Uh, like I said, I didn't watch all the videos, obviously, but <laughs> I definitely watched a chunk of them. And um, it was cool seeing different people's personalities, too. Um, you know, and a lot of people I hadn't read before, but, you know, I may pick up their book now because I watched, you know, your video. And I may never have even heard of them before that, which is interesting. Um, yeah, so I really enjoy what you do. I, yeah. So I'll uh, I'll put uh, uh, your links in the description of this video. People who find the video on YouTube can can find the work that you are doing, and uh, can also follow follow you on Twitter. I'll I'll share your Twitter link link also. Yeah, I'll put my Twitter. I can give you my Twitter and my Instagram and all that too. Yeah. And I'm sure in coming days, uh, your, 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 your contribution to the, this world is going to be extremely positive. And uh, I'm sure uh, you're going to uh, continue doing uh, what you love and uh, make people smile with uh, your expressions. Awesome. Well, it was great talking with you. This was really fun. <laughs> so can I put this video on my YouTube channel with your permission? Yeah, you can put it on whenever you want if you want to put it on right now or whatever. Yep. Yeah, and also can I put this video on my uh, podcast, website, uh, social media, internet everywhere with your permission? Yeah, you may put it wherever you want. Yeah. So thank you, sir, for giving me your valuable time and uh, spending your valuable experience here and uh, telling uh, what is working for you and uh, how, uh, uh, how uh, you become... Uh, a writer from speaker perfect sounds great thanks for having me yeah thank you sir bye